Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Turn your mic off! Oh, wait, now my mic's on. Where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. You heard Rocco. That is the open to our show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And you're listening to My Talk 1071. If you're just wondering, what station am I on? That's what you're on right now. And you shouldn't Lucky change it. you. Now, if you listen this morning to the My Talk Awards, if you listen you all day, um, we didn't win again. Nope. But, but we did Why? get second place in a category, which is the closest we've gotten to actually winning something. We've always been in the bottom three and four. Look, it's not our fault. We did our best. That's okay. Right. Okay, what do you On the heels beef? of winning last year's first annual My Talk Awards. The whole we, thing. We are now losers to we are we are winning the losing, John. Well, there's a couple things that have changed. But I do want to tell it's you Mike and I <laughs> no! Oh my God. It's well, not that's your the difference. fault. It's not your fault. I just think they're against us. Why? Well, you know, we have these categories, and we all kind of pick the same thing. Our I'd, top three. I. And then they gave, you know, some shows the top pick. Okay, so the My Talk Awards, if you don't know, we give out all these awards, as Dawn said, for entertainment and pop culture. Today... And we've been doing it all week on the morning show. Yes, yes, yes. And it's just the shows. It's not giving out any awards to listeners. It's we just each the competition nominate shows. our favorites in different categories, and then the listeners weighed in. But I'm not blaming the listeners. No. Today, I'm blaming the shows who nominated a sports moment. Oh. A sports moment. Yeah. For... Uh, No, it wasn't the viral moment of the year. It's comeback of the year. Comeback of the year. A sports moment won on my talk. And not only was it a sports moment on my talk, pop culture and entertainment, and despite what Lori will tell you, accidental sports talk does not qualify an actual sports. What was the, it's some, the Vikings, they made a comeback. It was a big thing. It was a big deal. They start, I mean, they were 33 to zero at halftime. Literally the largest comeback in the history of the NFL. And that and and I know that the Vikings don't You're really not win making a lot. our argument better. <laughs> but uh Vikings fans should just take those victories and say, look, we did that. Take them over on the sports network. I'm happy for the Vikings. Yeah. I'm happy for the fans. I want you to I've never had a problem with sports, okay? Sports is not the problem. Uh-huh. It's that 
I've been trying to run away from sports my entire <laughs> life. I ran to the theater club. Yeah. I ran to the German club. Yeah. I ran to the uh, pollution uh, recycling club. Oh, my because God. Because I didn't want to play. During my two, P- three required semesters of PE, I would get passes from my gym teacher, Mr. Fry, to go to the drama room. Oh, Mr. Fry, that is so nice of you. It was very nice of him because I didn't want to have to play sports. And here I am. I mean, sometimes 30 it's some like... some years later. You're terrorized Losing because of sports. Oh, my gosh. How dare they? Oh. Anyway, Lori and Julia, that was the one that I felt most aggrieved by because... Had that sports category or that sports nomination not been allowed, we mm-hmm. would have won. We would have gotten our first right, award today we because we selected second place. We selected Brendan Fraser, and I know people like it's easy for you, Don, to want to think like we did something wrong with the nominations, but it's not our fault. A, Brendan Fraser, arguably biggest actorial comeback. Of the year. And it's actually of the decade because he hasn't been in a role since 2013. So 10 years on. And that was a voiceover role in The Nut Job. Yeah. And I think before whatever. that, his major was role was like 2009. So it's been a number of years. Was it The Nut Job? I don't what's, know. What's it called? The Nut? Nuts. See, but again, it's, makes our point. Yeah. We should have gotten that award. It was You're a correct. close okay. second. And um, uh, that's all I got to say. This about is that. what we should have done, not given our real feelings. Because the listeners are the ones who vote on this. We should have always picked and put through things. No, not our real feelings about who we thought was the best in each category. We should have said, what have my talkers seen overall? We need to look and see the box office and see if everyone's seen everything everywhere all at once, which they haven't. No. So that was our mistake because we lost... We've lost categories because of that. Not everyone has seen well, the bear. I, you know, I think we should maybe, have gone the most viewed things. But yes and no, yes and that's a good strategy. But also, so it's not even yes, but no. It's yes and mm-hmm. maybe. However, today, for example, sports. Yeah, that shouldn't have been allowed in the category. That should not have been allowed. Well, some people say that sports are entertainment, and that's what it should but be. But we don't talk about sports as entertainment. Mm, I mean, also, I think every show talked about it, but we didn't. I, I don't. I think that it intentionally was supposed to be like oh my Dawn gave, Dawn gave oh, us her man. great feelings around it because she was walking oh, through man. the mall. Okay, when it you happened. guys are not we spent an argument. Oh, easier. I was walking through the mall. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to say, though, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the My Talk Awards. The other thing uh, that I think matters is not just what My Talkers love most. You have to remember that a lot of the ones that won, we have actually had on our list. But because of the way that the nominations are. Uh, they have to pick selected. a show. To, like, if everybody's going to put so, down Amber Heard trial as best reality did. show, which we did, yeah. Um, then they have to pick that one show gets it. Yeah. So for the listener, what you don't know is each show for each category had to have three options because not every, you know, because obviously there's a limited number of WTF moments or comebacks yeah. of the year, actors of the year. And so we didn't, uh, a lot of those, we didn't get first pick on. That's correct, so, even though it was our first So pick. I feel like we had a good picking skills. And I don't like it whenever people go, well, why would you pick that? It's like, we actually picked your category, so pipe down, lady. Who are you talking to? Nobody. It sounded like you were talking to Lori. No. 
Are you sure? Pipe down ladies could mean a lot of things. <laughs> oh, Lori and Julia. <laughs> no. Could no, but mean... you're right. We did pick a lot of the same ones. So I think it's just, I, you know, look, at the end of the day, it's just the luck of the draw. And my talkers, don't let us down for the next two days. Give us something. Here's we just the thing. need one. It's if we done. get zero, Dude, we're screwed. They don't get to vote anymore, so it doesn't matter. It's no, already I, decided. I, this was just a, a love letter to the listeners. Oh, okay. Like, we hope that you did the right yeah. thing. Yeah. Either way, it's okay. How are you it's feeling about our, about our next two days? Um, so I'm not super passionate about the categories. Great. You know, I'm not passionate about song of the year mm. because that's so so subjective. Subjectives. Subjective. We picked Beyonce. Yeah, we did. Um, and artist of the songs. year is subjective. We do have Lizzo in that category. Yeah. And then we have WTE. F, which shouldn't even exist. No, that was the thing. So viral moment of the year and WTF moment of the year to me are like, what is the difference there? And both of them are going to be the slap. Yeah. And by the way, I think for one of them, we may have selected the slap. So it's again, it's fine. We're it's not fine. bitter. We're, we're not just bitter. saying we're just we talking about you, it. We want to inform for 12 you minutes about it's no big deal. We're not bitter. We just want to let you know what's going on. Yeah, it's not this our is, fault. This is uh, <laughs> this is basically we're letting you in on the inside of what really is happening. Just like the Academy and trying to oh, don't even like undo their nomination for or threaten them that they're going to take back her nomination. We're talking about Andrea, Andrea Riseborough. Riseboro. Yeah, no, we're not Chew talking Leslie. about but about the My Talk Academy, the actual Academy. Which, by the way, has decided they're not going to take away her nomination because, of course, they're not going to take away her nomination. If you don't know the Andrea Riseborough story, you should, because it's just a lesson in, um, well, rich rich people going to rich and major corporations go to major corporation and big (laughs) business in Hollywood going to big business in Hollywood. So here you had this underdog organic from the bottom up. Rich, 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 rich. Big, uh, this organic campaign from the bottom up that led to a nomination that wasn't expected to show up, Mm -hmm. which was an amazing story, right? Like, it's awesome. It's awesome for Andrea Riseborough. It's awesome for everyone behind the film. Dawn, I know you saw the film finally last night. What did you think? Oh, it is spectacular. And you know what is good about all of this business? Now I hope a bunch of people watch it. You can watch it on Prime for $7 and you get it for 72 hours. So if you want to, you know, spread the love around to people you know. I just want people to see the film because it is so good. Why? What did you love about it? Well, um, the whole cast is amazing. I didn't know Mark Marin was in it and executive produced it. Love Mark Marin. He's fantastic. You have Allison Janney, who is so good. Steven Root, who is from Office Space, the one that's like, my stapler, my stapler. That guy, yeah. he's also in it, and he's very well rounded as an actor. Okay? So uh, those performances were all great. And it, as far as Andrea Riseborough is concerned, just know, first of all, she's British. Okay? So when you see her do this Texas accent, you'll be like, how is this not someone from Texas? And I think to sum it up, it was like I was watching someone that didn't even know I was there. That's how good her acting is. There's absolutely no indicating at all, yeah. which would mean, you know, 
put That's it in on a little That's the sign of a good actor. They make I it mean, look like it's not even happening. They, it's like, we're not even it's there. It's like us for noon to three every day. You think this is real? Oh, yeah. Dawn is a hateful. Oh. And I am a vile. I'm a hateful. Did you know I'm a hateful? A hateful. You're a vile. That'd be a good name of a movie. Hateful and vile. <laughs> That's hard. With Charles and Darlene. <laughs> yeah. um, no, so, okay, uh, remind us how we can watch this. You can see it on Amazon Prime or YouTube TV. You can rent it um, on either of those for sure. I, w- I paid $7, but my God, is it worth it? Okay, good. Good to know. So that's, um, again, Andrea Riseborough in To Leslie. Or is it To Leslie or To Leslie? It's To, to Leslie. Leslie. Boy, it's heartbreaking. It's poignant. Um, wow. Good. All I right. just don't want to spoil anything. Don't spoil Don't anything. even read the, the description of it. I if don't you like already to. Know, I don't even like to watch trailers. Yeah, if you already know then you know, but that's not going to make you absolutely blown away. This woman deserves, I think she she should just take it. So, Please let her win. So in addition, I just wanted to share with you before we head out to get some uh, Hollywood updates from Holly. Hollywood updates, did I say? Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, Mark Maron, who's in the movie, into Leslie, he plays the motel owner who helps her, right? Mm-hmm. He helps her. Uh, in the movie. He has his podcast, right? WTF with Mark Maron. Here's what he said of this whole kerfuffle. And I this, love it. Tell this me. Just is, this is all you need to hear. Apparently, now he's talking about the fact that the Academy met to sort of wag their finger at to Leslie uh-huh. and the studio behind them and the actors. And ultimately, is anything going to change? No. But anyway, here's what he said. Apparently, the Academy of Motion Picture Sciences, or whatever the bleep it is, mm-hmm. has decided to investigate Andrea Riseborough's grassroots campaign to get her the Oscar nomination. Because I guess it so threatens their system, they're completely bought out by corporate interests in the form of studios. Millions of dollars are put into months of advertising campaigns, publicity, screenings by large corporate entertainment entities. And Andrea was championed by her peers through a grassroots campaign, which was pushed through by a few actors. The Academy's like, well, we got to take a look at this. This isn't the way it's supposed to work. Independent artists don't deserve the attention of the Academy unless... We see how it works exactly. So we're going to look into this. Thank I, you, Mark Marin. I mean, now he's a little vested in the he story. Is, he's executive. She is an executive producer, and so is he. Yeah. So Andrea, but but oh. but what is he said exactly what we said on the show yesterday? There, this is how the business works, and they played them at their own game, and they got a nomination. This and now is the more it'll pure- be- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest-growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
way to do it. It'll be interesting to see if the Academy rewards that behavior or if she's, you know, if she doesn't end up winning. We'll see. Ah, true. All right. When we come back, Holly's got all the latest from Hollywood right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. We have Holly Roberts here with all the great celebrity stories for the Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. Tom Brady announced his retirement for good this morning. Oh, boy. Well, you know, he is looking forward to that big paycheck, isn't he? Oh, my gosh. The big paycheck that he's going to be making being an NFL commentator. Also a major motion picture producer, which he currently is. He's oh. one of the producers on 80 for Brady. I didn't oh. know that. Of course he is. Makes total sense, though. Yeah, it's a movie about him. Tom Brady. Yes. Yeah. Now, Tom Brady has already retired once, and then he came back. And he did joke in a video that he posted on social media this morning that athletes only get one super emotional retirement essay, which he used up last year. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Yeah. There you oh, go. Okay. It's been a rough right. year. Yeah. In his personal life. It so. has. And I said some mean things before. Did you really? Yeah, remember? No. I just said them. Oh, like sorry. Like at the beginning of the show, Ugh. like 20 Awkward. minutes ago. <laughs> um, Ozzy Osbourne is retiring as well. Oh, good. It's a... <laughs> wow. Dude needs to hang it up. Why? What's he retiring for? Well, he's retiring from the road for various health reasons. Mm. Okay. He made the statement uh, late yesterday regarding the cancellation of his European tour. Now, he did say, Ozzy Osbourne, that his singing voice is just fine, but being on the road is pretty grueling. He's had a, a series of uh, health mm, challenges Issues, in yeah. the past couple of years. He had years. to go all the way back to the UK. Yes. Yes. He had some spinal surgery four years ago. He was also uh, uh, diagnosed uh, with Parkinson's. Yeah, he has had poor health. Mm-hmm. That he should have. The, the reason why I'm saying this is because I feel like he should have retired a long time ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he hasn't been a good live performer in a very long mm. time. And I think he's pushed himself too much. Mm. You know, uh, he's done a lot of he's things. He's Osborne. Isn't that what he's supposed to do? Just like, yeah. But he's also been through a lot in his life. And uh, Sharon has held him together. Mm. I can tell you that much for sure. Oh, she's, yeah. She, she is, is the machine behind OzFest. Mm-hmm. And she's just, it, whether or not you agree with, um, you know, some of the, bad things she's said and she's definitely made mistakes know that she has a really great heart and that she's a great person and is the machine behind ozzy osbourne and the whole family really yeah very and, nice lady and ozzy osbourne admitting oh, except look, for the whole not nice part but well right but different. i'm just saying personally because i was yeah. on the ozfest tour yeah and i had a lot of encounters with this whole situation yeah and ozzy osbourne look being on tour for a healthy person is grueling. It is. Little let alone someone who has undergone groundbreaking cybernetic treatment. What does that mm. even mean? I don't Isn't know. That, is that like L. Ron Hubbard stuff? I mean, it oh, could that's be. That's Dianetics, sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's very futuristic. Ozzy Osbourne underwent the treatment. He said his body is still physically weak. Mm, so, poor guy. Yeah. Well, we wish him all the best. Yes, I definitely, I think this is so good for him. Yeah. 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 Now, he is nominated for four Grammy Awards. By the way, the Grammys this Sunday on CBS. Uh, we'll see whether or not he attends the ceremony. One of them is Best Live Performance. And I'm like, really? 
When did oh, that darn. happen? It's true. He has Not to use a, a teleprompter of... for every song, well, and he mumbles. Okay, all right. And he's off key. I've never seen him, so okay. I don't know. Yeah. Just listen to a Black Sabbath record. <laughs> or listen to Blizzard of Oz. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of people going out on tour, Beyonce announced her Renaissance World Tour. Uh, it is an expensive year for the gays. You've got Taylor Swift, you've got uh, Madonna, and now Beyonce. I do, and and I'm going to see Adele in two weeks. Literally, oh gosh, all of our money is flying out the window to Ticketmaster. Gosh, do you think they have a layaway plan? <sighs> they really payments? should. Maybe they they probably. I've never. Mm, have I seen that option? No, Seems I'm just like joking it. because they're never going to have a layaway, a layaway plan. Like Montgomery Ward? <laughs> no, no, I mean like you can make these, if you want these concert tickets, sure, you can make five easy payments and yeah. we'll charge you interest. Oh, sure. There are companies yeah. that will. Or just uh, like it, well, a it's also card. called a credit card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might not have one, though. Oh, well, figure out how you're going to scramble some money together to go to the Renaissance World Tour. Beyonce is, Get your charge plates. Exactly. She's kicking things off in Stockholm, Sweden on May 10th. She's going to be spending the spring over in Europe. And then she's going to swing over to North America, starting with a date in Toronto, Canada on July 8th. And yes, she is start, uh, going to be playing Minneapolis at Huntington Bank Stadium on July 20th. I'm curious. I've never seen a concert in that spot. Have you? No. Either of you? Anyway, I have. Yeah. And what's it? What are the acoustics? It was awesome. Like? It was oh, okay. good. I mean, it's open air, so it doesn't. You don't have that same bouncy, weird effect that some of them have. Um, but it's got the horseshoe vibe to it. So no, it was cool. good. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, tickets uh, sales be in February sixth, starting with an exclusive pre-sale to uh, Beehive members. Fabulous. Oh, yeah. Get your beehives on. That's right. I mean. Wouldn't it be appropriate to wear a beehive hairdo <laughs> to the Beyonce concert? Yeah. Oh, but you sure. have to be in the very last row, so you're not blocking or anyone's vision. Or to just, vision. like, lather yourself in honey. I mean, either oh. or. Or not wear any pants like Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Do all I'm all three about of them. It. Yeah. Honey, no pants, and a beehive hairdo. <laughs> yeah. You're right not going to stick please. out at all. You'll stick to something. And oh. put some snacks in that beehive. You exactly. Know? Just uh, some uh, Cheez-Its. Yeah. You don't Holly. It sounds like a good Thursday night to me. Thank you for planning our summer so delightfully yes. with that uh, suggestion. And when we return, our good friend Mike's got some blind items right here on My Talk 1071. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk 1071. It's everything entertainment, but no sports ball, please. Bradley is over it, okay? Uh, Micah has some blind items for us. Yeah. Blinded by the item. I will hold my comments for the blind item number two. Oh, uh, blind item great. number one. This, uh, and this has a few layers to it, so it's not mm-hmm. as obvious as it might seem. This A-list celebrity, everything in her mind, would prefer her husband not hang out with other guys, especially the ones who like to party with him. She has been unable to find a reason why he can't spend time with the boyfriend of his ex. J-Lo. J-Lo and Ben, ben. Affleck. Correct and correct. The boyfriend of his ex. Well, that's, I don't know what his name is, but that's, he's like Tom or Bob or John. You're in the last one, John. John. It's Jennifer Garner's man, Correct right? and correct, yes. Yeah. Uh, he's like a business dude. Yeah. Yep. 
Pictures oh, all over dang. page six yesterday show him hanging out with Ben Affleck. And the uh, real smiles. Affleck. Affleck. Oh, my God. You know, um, not surprising. I feel like, uh, you know, he they just seem like a very organic, natural couple. Jennifer and John. Jennifer mm-hmm. Garner and John. Yeah. Okay. And this is following last week when uh, the four, three of them were seen hanging out at one of uh, his children mm. with Jennifer Gardner had a uh, rehearse or a uh, recital of some form uh-huh. and they were all there together okay. JLo and so Jennifer JLo does not want this behavior it sounds like she doesn't want him hanging out with anybody he's gonna yeah. be partying with I I mean you understand like she's gonna have like her eyes on him at all times right because he had a problem with addiction and so she's just sort of nervous that he might fall back to those ways or be tempted to do that yeah. but you can't keep a dude away from his friends don't ever try to do that it's just not don't do it and yeah. vice versa agreed yeah what what about another let's one? do it Say sorry in advance. The version seen at the premiere last night of this sports movie is being reworked because the final 15 minutes just simply didn't work for anybody. Sports movie? 80 for Brady. Oh. What is this even about? Is it about Tom Brady? It is basically the Golden Girls head to watch Tom Brady play in the Super Bowl. I'm not joking. That's right. Lily Tomlin, uh, Sally Field, Jane Fonda, and... The ninety-something uh, year old Rita Moreno. Moreno and Lily Tomlin. If you didn't say her yeah. already, Sally yeah. Field. Jane. Yes, they are all headed to the Super Bowl. It's actually based on a true story. There were, I believe, six women who were all super fans of Tom Brady, and they finally said, "Hey, we're going to go head to the, now, to the Super Bowl." This is an acceptable overlap uh, with okay, sports good. because it involves <laughs> some of the greatest actresses of all time. I felt like it was. That's and why I'm allowed. I'm, yeah. I'm, or I'm allowing this. So apparently, and there's rumors kind of trickling out about it. The reviews actually have been really good from the um, critics for this movie, like 70, 80 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which when That's you good. would think of this movie and see the previews, you yeah. might be a little surprised by. Uh, but apparently the ending, um, I don't know if I'll spoil it for anybody, but it was. Um, I mean, it's a true story, right? It was a true story. And it sounds like the interaction with Tom at the end was very. um on brand Tom Brady throw up in your mouth you know you women inspire me as much as I inspired you type of a thing and apparently everyone hated it oh (laughs) they wanted like some conflict like the old ladies were gonna like they wanted one of them to die what do you want oh my god (laughs) <laughs> they want him to streak and then want him yeah, to no, die I, nude on the field. I want to see him streak across the field. Sally Field topless. Let's do it. <laughs> do we have another one? Oh, we Let's certainly do, do have another one. Blinded by the item. And uh, this one, this time around, this permanent list, uh, excuse me, permanent A-list singer, in quotes, didn't write the most recent social media post that attacked the actress who was an A-minus list uh, actress as a tween, teen, and adult. I think you got this one. Brittany. And Alyssa Milano. Correct and correct. And we'll be talking about that later in the show because, of course, you are right Mm -hmm. according to, well, I shouldn't say you're right, but... The story is that Britney, uh, not attacked, but had comments, had words for Alyssa Milano calling her out on Twitter, and she did so on her Insta stories. Yeah. But you're saying that didn't happen. That's what NT Lawyer is saying. Oh, yes. gosh, NT I love Lawyer it. NT Lawyer is saying it was not Britney who was saying See, that. I'm telling you, I go back and forth. If it's not Britney running the account, of course it wasn't Britney who called mm-hmm. out Alyssa Milano. Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, also weird that it's like from December. 
mm-hmm. and we're now in February, but okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's hear another one. All right, we're just cruising right through these today. We're doing so good. Yes, you are crushing it. We'll see if you can crush this one. Is it a lifestyle choice for this muse slash actress, or is it I spent all my money on drugs type of a choice? Oh. Julia Fox and her cheesy apartment. Oh. In yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Rifling right through. Ooh, fill in the blanks, please. Uh, yeah, according to him, uh, to NT Lawyer, he just basically says, is it a lifestyle choice that uh, Julia Fox is in the apartment that we all saw after the viral uh, tweets or the viral Instagram video she put out there? Or is it that she just spent all of her money on what he says, drugs. Oh, God. Oh. That's really unfortunate. Oh, boy. Well, she definitely that. loves her son, yeah. and everything is for Valentino, her son. So I don't know about that one. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I, I would hope that... You don't some, want it to be true. I don't like no. that because, you know, she has a two-year-old, and I just don't want her doing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> don't do drugs, kids. Stay in school. Yeah. Um, do you have another one? Because we are. Oh, you guys are cruising. These. No, we're good. I'm, I'm prepared. We can. He's got plenty today, on the today, today was one that I knew they were all going to kind of come pretty naturally. So we'll just keep rolling through them. Okay. Uh, how about this one? Are they really pap photos when the reality star with a lucrative side gig paid the person to be at the beach and also got final approval on the shots before they were submitted? Ooh, oh. who was on the beach? Do we see any beach photos lately? Oh. Okay, so who? what's the name or what type of actress are we looking for? Uh, reality star with a lucrative side gig. Reality oh. star with a lucrative side gig. Is that like a... Uh, it's not a Kardashian or Kardashian adjacent, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, is it like a Kylie? It is like a Kylie. Oh, oh wow. I haven't seen these photos. Yeah, there are some photos that were posted recently, and uh, yeah, it was pretty obvious that they were they were staged. It's and like, okay, lawyers. they're right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. And apparently, again, she had final well, approval on them. Again, yeah. not a surprise yeah. ever at all time because, oh, that's right. She's in the Caribbean. Is she in uh, the Bahamas? I feel like I saw these photos now that I'm looking at them. 21 hours ago. Here she is coming out of the surf. Uh, oh. Turks and Caicos. No, that's actually makes more sense because uh, the family loves Turks and Caicos. It does. Yeah. yeah. Now, mm-hmm. wow. That is. What? I, you know, I don't sit there and oogle at. Oogle? Oggle at women's bodies. But. It's there a pretty is a nice body. Com- there you go. Oh, yeah, she's a very attractive woman. Yeah. Great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. I'm just, okay. while I was looking at them again, um, I'm like, how do you have, how does the body do that? I'm do just what? wondering how your body can grow that way and have. Well, I mean, the rumor the, is, is that there's a the, lot of implants. It's like all the fat in job. the right places. Like, I have a stomach that looks like I have uh, like 9% body fat, but then. I have a lot of it in good areas like hips and butt and boobies. Right? Are you wait, are you saying you? No. <laughs> you think I'm describing well, no, you me? just well you just said How does how does yeah, I just wonder how that works. You're saying her well again, I think that with the Kardashians okay. there's a lot of there's implants. There's implants? <laughs> okay. That's the rumor. So I mean, it's a butt implant. The rumors of the butts and the 
boobs. You okay. know that that family has and done that. But but yeah. again, they also waist train. You got to remember that they use those horrible, horrible corset <sighs> like that thingies. Moves your organs around. Yeah, that is not good, and it's not healthy. No. And also, here's the other thing that makes us feel insecure that we don't realize on a regular basis. Okay, they have time and resources to uh-huh. focus on their looks. We don't. Oh, right. I and, tried today, though. I curled my hair. I'm not. <laughs> And I put on some makeup. I mean, you look presentable, Dawn, as always. But not like what but, she looks well, like. Well, she's on a beach in the Turks and Caicos. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm in to, Minnesota at a radius. Yeah, we're studio. all glowing uh, because we've had no sun exposure. <laughs> right, true. We're all radioactive. Oh, boy. It's okay. I, I just had a moment. I had to share it. Okay. And yeah. according to Enti, she threw out like, you know, 100 of the photos she didn't like and chose that one that exactly. you're currently looking at. Exactly. So, she didn't uh, give the in-betweens, mm-hmm. which that's, you know. That would be me like, whenever whenever you're tumbling around in the surf because you fell down. Yeah, you fell down. Or you're just like I do all the time walking and people take photos because that happens. Yeah. But anytime anybody's ever taken a photo where I'm not intently staring at the camera and purposefully moving my body, then it will come out like, yeah, and even when I try to do that, not so great. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, that's what aging is about. You know, Mike, thanks yeah. for that uplifting blind item. You're welcome. You've really done a lot for our self-esteem <laughs> today. <laughs> when okay. we come back from blind items to, well, here's somebody who looks great and has her whole life and has, um, well, she's been very successful in her life. Unfortunately, she's had to deal with some really crappy men. And we're going to tell you about some of the men in Pamela Anderson's life that she's talking about mm-hmm. in her new memoir that's about to come out when we return right here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. On my talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk 1071. We're your entertainment station and something that has been in the forefront of our, uh, well, all of our stories in the last couple of days. Pamela Anderson has a book coming out. Uh, she wasn't happy with the Pam and Tommy uh, whole Lily James, uh, Sebastian Stan movie that came out. She thought it wasn't her, so she was on a mission to do a documentary and also this book, a memoir of her real-life experiences. Uh, so we have a couple of guys we're uh, learning in the book, which I don't know if any of them uh, were surprised by any of this, but some people that she describes weren't exactly respectful in dealing with her? Oh, well, I would call flashing your coworker not <laughs> respectful, right. for sure. Right. Yeah, we're talking about Pamela Anderson specifically, but Tim Allen allegedly flashed her. We talked about this, I think, last week, mentioned it because we learned about it for the first time. It's coming out in this memoir. As you said, she's doing the documentary. She was, of course, on Home Improvement in 1991, Tim Allen's show. And she says at that time, he flashed her on the set of Baby uh, little, 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 of Home Improvement. And he immediately responded and said, I don't know what she's talking about. That never happened. So it was pretty matter of fact, right? He claimed it didn't happen. Yeah. We talked about this and said, you know, I just, I don't feel like um, a professional, respectable human would write a book and say something so specific about Uh a person unless it actually happened. Yeah, a real, like making up an entire event that happened. Like if peop, if either of the one of these people's lying, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And if I had to pick who's lying, I would think it's the person who says they didn't do something, unless there was mm-hmm. reason to believe that Pamela has a history of making up 
men flashing her or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Anyway, that was the story we first talked about, but we're talking about it again because, well, of course, as the tabloids do, and in this case, the Daily Mail, they caught up with Tim Allen mm-hmm. at a Starbucks with a friend last week. Well, that's weird. Did he invite them? Well, interesting that you say that. <laughs> it, this was just a few days after Pamela, uh, mm-hmm. her revelation came out. And this is what he said. Oh, she's a great co-worker. I'll tell you that. Co-worker? She's a fun girl. Everybody loved her. But everybody at ABC is a little disappointed in her uh, memory. Put it that way. All of us at Disney and ABC, really. Uh, okay. She's a good girl. Okay. Can we just talk about that response? First of all, nice try getting the paparazzi to show up and give you. And this is not the first time with the Tim Allen story that he's had paparazzi yeah, show like up at the run most. Run into him yeah. at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, how, what are we to make of this like response? She was a great coworker. I'll tell you that. She's a fun girl. Everybody loved her. But everybody at ABC is a little disappointed in her memory. Uh, all of us. At Disney and ABC, really. Yeah. We're all disappointed in her. Right. So basically, he's saying other people in this large corporation who has, uh, for the most part, um, wants to remain squeaky clean, is backing him. It says they're backing me and they don't believe her either. And it's pretty dismissive to say she's a fun girl. She's a grown woman. And when she had the experience, she was a grown woman. She wasn't a girl, thank God. You know what I mean? Like, but stop dismissing her as just a girl. Yeah, well, that's like the sec- most sexist thing you can say. So a woman She's accuses a you. a girl. Uh, uh, a woman accuses you of, it, it's not, I'm not sure what you'd call it, just inappropriate behavior, yeah. right? Of sexual inappropriate People behavior. People have lost their careers over Absolutely, for less. Yeah. Um, to then turn to the woman and say, She's a fun girl. Like a fun girl, uh, so okay. you want to look all, like you're not putting her down in any way, because so you're going to say she's a, so you're going to compliment her. You think by saying which is such a sexist fun. compliment, right? She's a fun girl. Yeah. So yeah, also, yeah, we like her for that, but she's a liar. Also, <laughs> here's what I thought: like he can't just say I'm disappointed in her, because as a person who worked with her, like again, let's just take him at his word. He didn't do this. He doesn't understand why she's saying this. And, you know, if you're going to say you're disappointed, I'd say, well, I'm disappointed in her as a person because that didn't happen. And I'm not sure why she's lying or taking this opportunity because to I didn't something do that because I didn't do that. What he says in, in, instead is, but everybody, at, again, he's in a parking lot from a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. This is not an official statement. Everybody at ABC is a little disappointed in her memory. All of us at Disney ABC, really. You're not a You're part You're speaking of, it, yeah. on behalf of everybody at Disney All slash of us ABC. At, like he works like, there. Mm, you which did is a project. A totally for them belittling for a way. While. Yeah. It's totally a belittling way to talk to a woman. And um, you're in a parking lot at Starbucks, sir. Yeah. This is not the way to handle this. He's basically saying so, just so you know, this big entity is disappointed in your memory. That's a nice way of saying this huge entity doesn't believe well, it you. It also sounds rather threatening. Yes. Right? Like Disney and ABC is against you. Right. And one I, person. And they believe me over you. Yeah. Let's be plain Let's about it. Let's take a poll because I'm not so sure you'd win that poll, sir. No. Also, I still, I wish somebody would have asked him, Alan, 
Why would she lie about this? Why would she make it up? What's her motive? Now, this is not the only man she's been talking about. Yes, yeah, she's been talking about uh, Bob, <laughs> who uh, she calls in the book Bob because uh, Bob? Kid Rock's real name is oh. Richie. Oh, what is it? It's Richie something. Um, I'll think of it in a second or find it in this. Um, so she went to the premiere of Borat with him. She was married to him at the time. She didn't tell him that she was in the movie. And part of the plot is that Borat came to America. He then finds a picture of, he sees Baywatch and he falls in love with Pamela Anderson. That's half the plot. And he's going to get to Pam or Pamela, as he calls her. Um, Pamela. And so it got to that part. He uh, Borat references, Sasha Baron Cohen references her sex tape in it. So that is when Bob Kid Rock stormed out. He was embarrassed and uh, he called her a whore and worse. Oh, God. Okay, so he storms out of the premiere. Obviously, it was embarrassing to her because, like, Steven Spielberg was there and all these people saw him storm out in this premiere. Oh, God. So, anyway, he's a redneck. (laughs) He's a redneck. Why would you get mad at this? This is all fun and games unless you have some overall, like, you... I think maybe he didn't want her to be demeaned that way, but it's really like, I'm jealous that someone else is lusting over you because you belong to me. And also it's her moment. Right. And it's her moment. And so the end of the movie, she's in it. He didn't, you know, wow. Yeah. It's just like, dude, you're a mess. <laughs> you're a mess. I, I'm telling you, this book I think is going to be the next big read. It comes out next week. Yesterday. Right? Oh, out. it came out yesterday. Yes. Okay. Robert James Ritchie, by the way. Fabulous. Thank Robert you. James Ritchie. Robert Our James Ritchie. Our good friend Cat Perkins is on tour. I don't know if the tour is still going oh, on, oh, actually. Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you're allowed to have an opinion. Yeah. Um, hey, when we come back, we're going to talk some.